0: Hi, this is Gail, and
1: this is Michelle,
0: and this is a very special, we let Michelle loose with paint after midnight, episode of Friday I'm in Love, Monday I post Podcast. And after midnight,
1: Michelle is supposed to play by the gremlin rules, and she ignored them this
0: time. Yes, she did. And so now it's almost 1am, and Michelle is trying out her new random graffiti
1: markers from Bombing Science, because I love random stuff, and I've been wanting graffiti markers and um it's hard to pick them so bombing science had a 15 dollar thing because they are legit graffiti people and um so i got some and they arrived today and i have lots of canvases but they're in the car but i had canvases Hi, upstairs Jenny. in my i'm gonna say apartment but i do not have a separate apartment from gal <laughs> upstairs in my <laughs> office,
0: office. And yes, if you can hear sniffing, that's Bennett, who is very excited about painting after midnight.
1: Yeah, well, wouldn't you be? Well, Mm -hmm. no, not you. You're not fond of painting after midnight.
0: Well, no, it tends to... I don't know. But yeah, generally we do play it by the gremlin rules, and Michelle doesn't do things like painting after midnight, although she does write after midnight a lot. It's not the same as painting. It's not the same as painting. Painting is much more physical activity for Michelle, who is now who has been half-dancing to Xavier Cougat. But we have to turn off
1: Xavier Cougat because we can't afford the rights. Right. But Xavier Cougat is very danceable. I have decided that the dance scale, like if there's a 1 to 10 scale, you know, if there's a 1 to 10 scale for dance, it should be 1 is 0, is concrete, where your feet don't move at all. And the higher end of that scale is Xavier Cougat, where your feet can't stop dancing <laughs> um Xavier Cugat was married to Chero.
0: in the 60s in the 60s and uh, yeah
1: go we listened to singers and swing oh this is a good occasion to tell them the story the Rosemary Clooney story oh
0: yes the yes, Rosemary Clooney story
1: we have always been out of our demographic we
0: have because and back in back when we were living in Chicago and I was I had just finished grad school we used to listen to this Radio station, which was, oh shoot, what was it, W-J-Y-L? J-J-D. W-J-J-D in Chicago, which at the time played... What was it even called then? It was basically the jazz standards.
1: Yeah, but they didn't call it that.
0: No, they didn't. What did they call it? I oh, forgot. Oh, well, anyway, they played all of the old songs like Frank Sinatra and... They didn't do so many instrumentals, but, like, Rosemary no. Clooney. And at the time, Rosemary Clooney was actually alive and on tour. And so they, at one point, that summer said, Hey, call in, whoever's, like, the fifth caller will get free tickets to see Rosemary Clooney at, oh, what was the name of that venue? It's not, Wolf well, something. No, it's just Ro... So this was an honor. I don't remember. Oh well. It was this really great outdoor venue in Chicago and
1: well, it was outside of
0: Chicago. Well, and anyway, it was close to Chicago. Um but we called in and we won the tickets and
1: we actually were like front row seats.
0: Yeah, it was great. It, right in front of Rosemary Clooney who was still singing really really great and yeah, actually we were
1: huge fans of her number in. um white christmas white christmas yeah that's amazing yes solo or solo oh Her my solo
0: God. there. yeah that is incredible um that's love you didn't do right by me
1: love you didn't do right by me yes it's
0: oh man so moving um so she just great.
1: holds the audience yeah it's what girls do i'm trying to
0: she deals with warm stuff in this part isn't working but oh well I tried. so yeah we won tickets we went to see Rosemary Clooney <laughs> and she told off the drummer when he did a rim shot after she told a joke I <laughs>
1: forget that. I forgot that. yeah
0: yeah she told a joke he did a rim shot and she turned and looked at him and said do that again and we will do the rest of the set without a drum <laughs> yeah she had a didn't do it again. lot
1: of personality
0: yeah Yeah, she was great. Um,
1: Ooh, this is kind of shiny. I should do a robot with this.
0: Yeah, she should. Yeah, Michelle is... Michelle got, like, eight different kinds of... Yeah, and there's this
1: one that's kind of... um Sort of like a bingo marker, because my mom used to drag me to bingo when I was a kid. And I was too young to play bingo, because bingo's pretty freaking boring. Apologies to anybody who plays bingo. But basically, you have to... It's like a quiz. Every ball is a quiz. you got to find the thing. There's a time limit. Sometimes they (laughs) give you money. But when I was a kid, I worked to bingo at church. And I used to go with my mother and my grandmother, because my mom loved numbers. And so, um, that was part of why I was forced to be on the... I was, in theory, good at number. Well, I like science. But anyway, I was on the math team for four years. Fun. Um, where was I? Right, bingo. Bingo. So this looks, this um, Grog Squeezer mini, uh, mini 20 FMP that's kind of metallic, looks like a bingo marker. And since I spent a lot of time doodling on the back of my mother's bingo disposable card, I figure it might as well do me a solid. The green marker, which is an iron lac, which I kind of like, but mostly it leaks all over the place. So.
0: That's... Yeah, Michelle now has green spots on her slippers because.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. my Nice went... expensive LL Bean supposed to last me your slippers, are now speckled with green oozy ink. Well, well, it probably
0: i e It probably won't hurt the slippers actually, except for the look and oh well. Oh well.
1: I'm not trying to impress anybody anyway.
0: Especially not with your slippers.
1: This is the story of my life. Well I might be trying to impress you.
0: With your slippers?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Obviously not with my ability to keep ink in its proper place. <laughs>
0: well, no. That has never been quite <laughs> no. ink and paint in the proper place. And
1: that's why we don't paint after midnight.
0: This heart is, is kinda of grim. Oh, well, it's kind of green now.
1: <laughs> well, green and grim aren't necessarily the same thing. Not necessarily, no. Green can be fun.
0: hmm It feels like there's That's one... It's kind of like a... What is that? Yeah. Well, the brownish-yellow... What brownish-yellow? good gold or something. It's
1: like natural oak, I think. It's this yeah. one.
0: Hmm.
1: No, that's brown. It's straight-up brown. It goes with the orange and the... This is like CP. This is like T. Brown. Yeah. And, that, and that's a horrible heart.
0: Ugh! Oh. Yes, no, it is a horrible heart. Okay, that's not a horrible heart. It's okay, just, it thank doesn't you. It doesn't look quite so much like a heart as it did before. No,
1: it doesn't. I was going to maybe do Duke Ellington lyrics, but I can't. No one can agree on how to spell switch rooney Switch-e-rooney or swish rooney or... Na, 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 na. and some of some lyrics like the original Ellington don't list it at all as part of the lyrics so you don't get switch rooney.
0: but it's in the sheet music
1: I don't know but I looked up on genius.com for the original lyrics and oh man
0: that's really cool yeah but it smells well yeah the entire room smells like that oh no. uh, well now we're having contact this is, this is why Bennett first came over and was really excited about the painting and now he's left
1: an orange thing that I can't
0: figure out how it works. It looks like it's kind of in a squeeze bottle, yeah, I know, but and it look like I'm, it... I'm explaining it to the people who are listening, oh, who can't listening. see this. But yeah, it's like an orange squeeze bottle, and it's supposed to squeeze out orange. And then heat, sometimes it, it squeezes out. And... Sometimes it oh. squeezes out a lot, and then sometimes it. There's not much.
1: Yeah, you're supposed to be able to see it even if you paint over it, according to the side of the bottle. Yeah, which and is interesting. I wonder interesting. if I pick an. Oh, I'm now i I have. I'm fascinated by some of the midsummer. We're doing a Midsummer's Night Dream right now. And so I'm kind of fascinated by the Titania's weather speech, mm-hmm. as band names, because there's like just yeah. fogs, which is cool. And then it's not the Titania's speech, but there's um hippolytus talking or no theseus is pitching the woo by pitching his puppies and so he's talking about such or is that when she talks about them such she, thunder but anyway she's that's, talking about that's, yeah, that's too that's obvious true. a bad name but before there, gallant chiding that seems to me hmm. but anyway so one of the things that i've been fo- or i've been it's been sticking in my head besides um cupid is a knavish man Lad, oh, thus to make poor females mad, yeah. is um, therefore it is winged Cupid painted blind because love uh, is blind. I guess Shakespeare comes back to that actually in Midsummer. There's a lot of Cupid and ass references, so you well, get your fill. He yeah. doesn't just drive, he just doesn't just mention a joke three times, he drives it in.
0: <laughs> yeah, the rule of three had not been invented by Shakespeare's time, so he. The, it's the rule of however many times you can fit it into this play. <laughs> Maybe it's
1: this gray. Oh. Is that the brown again? Actually, when you just do kind of like that, that's kind of fun. Hmm. Yes, it is. See, part of what I love about art is when you mess something up and then you try to figure out a way to rescue it. <laughs> I mean, there's a huge challenge there. It's when you don't... Something doesn't come out exactly how you want it. And then you sit down and you think, Hmm, if I do this... It can be better. Yes. And then you go until you tell you to stop. And that's the trouble with Art After Midnight, is I don't always know when to stop.
0: No. Because we're now up to, like, at least... 20 layers on this one canvas yeah, it's cool,
1: to and
0: now it has almost no definition at all yeah it looks like fireworks or something
1: yeah but really dim fireworks which is kind of sad let's hmm. oh, see what I can do here let me get, see if I can get the persist back now I'm working on my Warrior graffiti canvas
0: yeah this is the first one yeah. that she did with these markers and it's got various. Elizabeth Warren thinks on it.
1: Like, win with Warren and persist and vote. And run for president. It's what girls do. Because it is. It is. Elizabeth Warren tells that to small children she meets, and that's so cool. That is
0: the coolest thing ever.
1: Mm. Elizabeth Warren is giving people hope. Which so desperately we need. Which we need so desperately. Um, it's what... Actually, this looks like tobacco somehow. Does it? I think. Hmm. Like tobacco water or something. Hmm. And Elizabeth Warren has very specific colors, and red is not one of them.
0: No, it's not. None of those colors are Elizabeth Warren colors, actually. The blue is. Well, blue is. The blue is because.
1: She's got a blue and a liberty green, everybody likes the liberty green, and she's got sans serif fonts.
0: hmm
1: It's cool. I, I'm in a Artists for Warren group, and they're giving you some behind-the-scene insight into how their design is, and they're pretty much channeling FDR, which is kind of FDR's first campaign, which is actually kind of cool, Um, actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of nice to get insight into that. Mm-hmm. And now put uh, the back to the bright orange, because I'm trying to brighten up the heart-like canvas again. And I think at some point if I find something decent to write it with, I might try to write Cupid on it. Hmm. Or maybe Love and Idleness.
0: Because there's a wonderful quote islands.
1: where Cupid's describing where an arrow fell.
0: Oberon's describing it. Oberon,
1: yeah. Where and he saw Cupid taking aim at a fair vessel. By that they mean vessel virgin. And Cupid missed. And so. Oberon saw where the arrow fell, and that's part of what he uses to make mischief during midsummer. Mm-hmm. He sends
0: it fell on a little western flower before milk white, now purple, purple with, with Love's Wound. wound. Love's
1: it, wound is a great battery. Yes,
0: name. it is. And the maidens call but it Love and And yes, I did play Oberon for one or I'm going to play Oberon for one night. Yeah. I played Tatina for one night already. Yeah.
1: So I really like the green to do better. Oh, and it's leaking again. Cool.
0: Yeah. You you just squeezed a lot of it out there.
1: Oh well Dryad Hearts. <laughs> huh. That's one of the first plays or stories I ever tried to write was a dryad on a space station. That was really cool actually.
0: Really How old we I don't know, we were we
1: were looking somewhere. I think we were dating by that point, maybe. Oh. You didn't know, pay attention to
0: my sci-fi writing, though. Oh, okay. Well, you made it sound like one of the first things you tried to write, which I would think would be when you were like in elementary school or something.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's probably true. It's one of the first things I wrote where I didn't do a tree, a family tree for horses, first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I used to—I mean, the, the dragon riders of Pern, and you know all that stuff—the. The creatures were as important as the people.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. But it seems like if you start out with a family tree for horses, then you're just setting yourself up to get completely OCD and not actually write a story.
1: Yeah, welcome to my world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why you've never read that story. Yeah. <laughs> because I discovered, as I learned more and more about my creative process, that... Um, The more I outline stuff, the less I get it done. And then I did Casual Lunacy, which was 55 chapters. I forget how many words, but I got it done. And I didn't outline it. I just kind of left myself clues along the way, which was wicked (laughs) cool. Well, no, because then I would say I have to do something, and then I would do it, and then she'd be like, okay, I did this, and why did I do this, and I don't know why I did this, but it's handy right now when I need to do this with the main characters, and so that was actually, this is actually getting to be pretty cool. Yes, it is. Um,
0: yeah, I should be videoing this. Instead of autoing it? Audioing it? Anyway. I'm oh, sure yeah. it's entertaining either way. Yep. Everyone can hear the frantic
1: <laughs> brush, brush strokes.
0: strokes yes. <laughs> I Although they're not actually brushes, they're markers. Oh,
1: markers. I love markers. I used to get, um, I forget what brand of markers they were. They weren't these. They weren't mm-hmm. quite these. Liquitex markers mm-hmm. suck. They weren't crank. They weren't Molotov. I forget what brand they were. Mm-hmm. None of these are crank or Molotov. These are um, Style File. That sounds peppy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Incredible. That's actually pretty cool. That's the red one I'm doing. So I'll probably let this dry and then the Elizabeth Warren one and then maybe do, because actually the colors are kind of nice and if I can just find some bright things to do with the Warren stuff, the words I was putting on it,
0: mm-hmm. that would be good. That
1: might look wicked really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like I've, it's like I've um, glazed it. Like, yes. Like Great British paper. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. yes. All around the house we have these various canvases that Michelle has Done, written art on it's like a combination of painting and stuff. writing. Graffiti quotes. With things like get in good trouble and
1: Oh, the John Lewis quotes. Yeah, those they were, were cool, really cool and I actually got one of those out of the house because I gave it to a friend
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she liked it. Mm-hmm. good trouble. Yeah, I guess And, and I do Shakespeare quotes.
0: Yes. When do garments must be lined. so should slender Sunder Rosalind. And yeah,
1: there's a robot on that. I should put a robot on this.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a quote from As You Like Yep. And As You Like It
1: is a fun play. Mm-hmm. So. I used to like Rosalind a lot. A mm. What should I do with this? Blue seems wrong unless
0: I wrote something
1: in the center. Words
0: were a robot. Want
1: a robot?
0: Yes, robot, definitely. Not robot. You can't have robot. A robot. robot. goes with turtle. A robot. Gotta stay on brand. Yes, definitely. Okay, you're scaring Ben somehow. I don't
1: know how. Ben is very noise sensitive and he's probably never heard stuff scrape over canvas before.
0: No. Has it been that long since you did these?
1: Yeah, I haven't done stuff in a while. It's just kind of depressing just having art liner around the house. Mm. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Know you nothing about me?
0: I know a lot of that.
1: Uh-huh. Although I have had these ex- uh, my graffiti on canvases exhibited at the library and. Actually, sold
0: so that was wicked cool. That was, yeah. The life <laughs> all the librarians. Shakespeare ones, all the Henry V. quotes. Yes, two librarians bought the whole series of yeah. robot, a, a robot, and Henry robot
1: plus Shakespeare quotes. Robot yes. plus Shakespeare quotes are cool,
0: yes. Although I did keep one of them, the one from Dame show. Oh, yeah, I burn, I pine, I, I, I perish. perish. That was the first one I did. Gill gets, I give.
1: First all, yeah. First
0: dibs. Right of first, first refusal. Right a
1: first refusal. Yeah, I try to make this robot a little different from the robot and turtle robot. And right now I think I'm kind of sucking in hmm. or her. Or her. Robot is agent. Robot. robot is robot. Robot, robot does not robot. have pronouns. Yes. Robot is robot. I decided that one year that robot was robot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, robot is somewhere on the... Agent. Robot is not an LGBTQ ally. Robot is somewhere in the spectrum. We don't ask robot. Although, this is not that robot. I actually think all of my robots are like that.
0: Well, yeah, they're robots. And them and TK. Yeah.
1: He's definitely non binary. TK is definitely non binary. I don't know. There's, they have robot pronouns either. Probably. TK, I originally, my handle on Twitter, my alternate Twitter is Blink Kitty Love. And that was a band. Because I thought, actually, Blink Kitty Love is because I thought it would be a cool title for a manga. That and that leadership, in Dynamic Leadership Rescue Force. <laughs> and so um, I created a band. I was um, reading about Phineas and Ferb and how. They're designed them, you know, with the very simple shapes like Phineas is a triangle and Ferb Mm. is whatever Ferb is. A rectangle. A tall rectangle, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you can tell by, because successful animation is based on silhouettes, I just saw something on Mm. Tumblr like that. Like if it was, um, you know, if you have a character holding a gift to their body, you can't see what they're doing in silhouette, they should be holding it out so you can see, actually, Mm. the silhouette. Um, but so I read that and so I designed the band to have very simple silhouettes and colors and it was originally supposed to be each of them was crushing on another member of the band who was not crushing back on them. And then it kind of evolved into they just did cool things. <laughs> <laughs> which was actually pretty cool. Yep. Um, so that's the origin of Blinkity Thought, which not many people know it? it was Ty, Tinker, Tammy, And TK. And TK. and my nieces and nephews loved it yes which was pretty freaking awesome Mm -hmm. actually that's not bad
0: yeah that's pretty cool You should put a photo of that with this podcast yeah
1: and that could be Cupid robot painted blind actually that's pretty good yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that's about when I should stop (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to put a little more grain on um so let's know the universe, anything else we should talk about?
0: Mm, um, no, we're still doing, we're doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. Where people need to come. Uh, well, the weather needs to cooperate.
1: The weather needs to cooperate because we got heat domed out. We're, uh, we're doing it in a park on Saturday. And actually this is turning out to be wicked cool. I'm quite impressed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, Michelle is quite impressed with herself and traveling Gomer by <laughs> This is what happens at one
0: twenty a.m. So yeah, we are doing midsummer.
1: Do I have to write "Blind Cupid" on this, or that can just be the title? That can
0: just be the title. Yeah, that can just be the title.
1: Yep, Blind Cupid Bot. Yeah. And you were here for it, podcast people. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think i try ever. a little bit more green because green is fun to work with. Um, the gremlin rules usually apply. We don't let me paint after midnight because I turn into a me. But sometimes it's fun, and I'm very bad at following rules. Which is why you're put in charge of things. Mm -hmm. Because when you have someone who has trouble with authority, you put them in charge. And then they have to deal with the consequences. (laughs) And this is an old strategy. So if if someone who's ever been aggravated at you has put you in charge of stuff, it's because they're playing a trick on you. And... They want you to have to deal with the consequences of being an authority figure. Yep. I don't know if you know that, but that's how it works. <laughs> and that's what happened to you.
0: Yes, this is your bit of wisdom for the day.
1: <laughs> if you aggravate the hell out of someone and they put you in charge of things, it is an um, educational strategy. Is that what we should say? <laughs> in the hope will.
0: No, it's a coping strategy, I think. Because if you then, for the person who doesn't want to deal with the person the person who was in charge of you, yes, (laughs) the person who put you in charge.
1: Now where did I get the gray? Or maybe it was a blue. Hmm. Now Michelle tries to figure out how to get that color again. Always fun. Always fun. Woohoo! Alrighty, well, thank you for listening.
0: Yep, Um, I think that should round it up. um yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. We'll
1: be back in two. We'll be back next week with a five-minute environmental thing.
0: Yeah. When we'll, we'll be in the middle of our second weekend of shows. Yeah. So, well, take care till then.
1: Yep. All right. Um, we saw Men in Black and it was kind of... Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Tessa Thompson is great. Oh! Jane Foster. Oh Jane Foster! Oh, Foster. They are doing Thor four. I didn't never did. I didn't particularly like Thor three, but no, I am forgiving no, no. the director everything because he is going to bring the Jane Foster storyline with Natalie Portman to Thor: Love and Thunder. So Woo-hoo. we are so looking forward to that because that's a really awesome run of comics. I think it's called The Mighty Thor, and spoiler, but it's me. Um, turns out Jane Foster is Thor, although for a while. Nobody can figure out who it is, and they, they can't do this in the movie because they killed off Freya, but for a while, Thor thought it might be her, and it might be a bunch of different women he knew, and it's just a really wicked cool storyline. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the movie version of that.
0: Yes, so now we're looking forward to Thor, Thor 4, which we hadn't been looking forward to.
1: Yeah, which hadn't been in our radar, but you make Jane Foster Thor, and you get it on our radar, so. Yep. Thank you for giving me company while I painted. it. I put up a picture of the um, Cupid Bot yeah
0: the blind cupid bot blind cupid cupid bot, so
1: and yeah and if anyone comments i want send it to you yeah <laughs> <sighs> or something
0: or something who knows
1: take care love you this is michelle this is gail signing off
0: yeah <laughs> good night everybody